Welcome, everybody, to episode 120 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. You should follow us at Two on Three Pod on Twitter, and you can send us email at hello, hello. at Two on Three Pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. The most. I, <laughs> we really do. I'm Chris, and you can find me just sitting around watching TV at CD Villasenor on Twitter. And with me is Ty. Where can we find you effectively whittling the hours away? Uh, I'm not going to talk about my screen time report at SEATJK. <laughs> <laughs> it is horrifying. The uh, So, some years ago, I have like this old DLP style HDTV, like an old like 720p. It's, it's, sure. it's a decent TV. Uh, it wasn't very expensive, but it comes with a lamp. And right. at some point, after about 10 years, the lamp burned out. Mm-hmm. So you have to buy a new lamp, which, again, not particularly expensive. You have to replace it, and then you have to reset the lamp timer. And the lamp timer on my TV was horrifying. In the 10 years that I had owned the TV, the TV had run our, I did a little division. It had run for a year. The TV had been on for a year. What? Like, why wasn't the TV ever turning off? No. No, we oh, Over 10 years. I had oh, that, oh, oh, got it, got it, got it. Over 10 years, a whole year of that 10 years, <laughs> the TV was on. Okay. Which is slightly horrifying, if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm always been, especially if I'm ever home alone, I have a tendency to, not, less so these days, because tend to listen to podcasts or headphones or whatever, but um, definitely in the past. I was kind. Of, I, I turned the TV on for company. Sure. Right. I'm not yeah. watching it. It's just right. on. Yeah. It's almost as horrifying as the. Uh, you can go into Amazon and print out like all the things you bought since 2000 and I think 2003 or something like that is the earliest. I think the report goes back. Yeah, you and brought I, this up before, and I think we're going to dive into it at one point. I don't think we ever got around to doing it. I don't think we want to. <laughs> I think we may touched on it and like backed away because again, it was sort of a horrifying number. I don't even want to know what it looks like now. <laughs> obviously scary but uh but today um well before we get into the what's on the show let me let me jump into this whole christian yelich thing did you see for mother's day christian yelich famous baseball player posted a picture of him and his fully hot mom on twitter which the second i saw it i knew this was a horrible horrible idea well so this is actually i i I, I might have looked into it. <laughs> I was like, what? How does I, this doesn't seem like new information. Like, it seems like we should already know about this. Right. And, and in, in Christian Yelich's defense, he's not the only ball player that posted a picture of himself and his mother on the internet. Okay. He's just the only one who has a fully mother, hot mom. <laughs> whose, whose mother mom like is way awesome. She could be his girlfriend. <laughs> um, but yet, apparently this the internet had this reaction at, on a much smaller scale, I guess, a couple years back. Okay. Yeah, so she's but, appeared before in public. But he didn't learn his lesson then. I, I, maybe he just doesn't get on the internet. I don't know, man. You cannot post a picture of your well-attractive mother on Twitter and expect the savages, the internet savages, to behave themselves. And that 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 reply string was just just foul. <laughs> well, the flip side is that he she's always been his mother. Great. And he's probably lived with this his whole life. I'm sure oh. his friends going back to high school were like, hey, Christian, <laughs> can we come over? <laughs> can we hang out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With you and your hot mom? He's like, yeah, yeah, uh, let's play video games at your house. He's like, no, 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 I want to come over to your place, man. <laughs> yeah, let's hang out with you. Can I stay for but dinner? 
I did. I did. I also did a little, uh, little light research, and uh, she's like my age, mm-hmm. also, which is, again, I get I get thrown off by this thing because I started late because I had kids late. Mm. So I don't realize, you know, I went to high school with people who have like grandchildren, but I'm always sort of put off by the fact that, that people my age would have like fully grown and functioning kids. I mean, I just, I'm always like, my kids are in early high school and elementary school and I'm, you know, I'm 50. Right. Right. So anyway, so there's a, there's a, there's your lesson, Kristen. Yell, just keep your mom off the internet for God's sake. She Please seems don't. like a, she, she seems like she seems like a nice woman. She doesn't need to be. She doesn't need to be. She doesn't need to be thought about that way by weirdo pervert strangers. I, look, I'm not gonna say that <laughs> she should do anything but what she wants to do. But you know, yeah. Yeah, she, doesn't, she doesn't have to wear a medium T-shirt in the picture. <laughs> stay off the internet, <laughs> Christian Yelich's mom. <laughs> All right. So uh, today uh, we're going to talk um, just about video conferencing in the in the in the great big world of video conferencing these days. Um, a little uh, a little food delivery chat chat, and a little a horror movie um, killer money draft that uh, the folks at um, uh, the folks at the Ringer put out. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if I I don't know if their methodology is great. We'll get there. Uh, yeah. Dad jokes of the week, of course, and then uh, I do the last dance on the last dance. <laughs> All right, I look forward to it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right, segment number one. All right, so I'm in Zoom and you know Teams meetings all day. Mm-hmm. You you are probably similarly in a lot of video conferencing. All the news people are doing video conferencing. The con- Congress is doing video conferencing from their homes and stuff. So we get like we're starting to get these little peaks into people's life. Mm-hmm. But I think what we're also now seeing is people taking a, paying a little more attention to how they're framing themselves up in these in these. And I've seen this. I've seen the I've seen the the progression of this over the past couple of months because early on it was just a complete free for all, right? And some of my meetings, my work meetings are still free-for-alls. I have no idea. You know, like screaming kids and barking dogs. And I think we just sort of come to grips with that. The dog stuff's hard to deal with. I mean, it's, yeah, when it, it's, it's just life right now. There's Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. No. Like, you're doing this from home. We get it. The dog's gone buck wild. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why this person's dog goes buck wild every meeting that I'm, <laughs> that I'm in with that, this person. But their dog always... I mean, does your dog go buck wild like that all day? I mean... Shouldn't you just open the door and let it run away at some point? Because this dog is, is, is poorly behaved. Some people's dogs suck. We have a neighbor who, if I'm outside, the dog is barking. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not ideal. <laughs> like, well, why? Is Exactly. I just, like, shouldn't, shouldn't they have control of this? I understand if you don't have control of your kids. Because <laughs> kids are going through a lot right now. And I'm not going to blame kids for barging into the room and asking for macaroni or whatever the you know, whatever the hell's happening. I mean, right. I get it. I get it. That's just how it goes. But, um, came across this, uh, Twitter feed called rate my Skype room, mm-hmm. which I thought was really funny. And it's, you know, it's definitely a sign of the times where, um, they're just grabbing screenshots of people's, you know, people's, you know, appearances on TV and rating them, which I think is, uh, I think is solid. I think it's a, I think this person has a nice, a nice eye for it. The, um, but I think the first thing that 
you know, if we're if we're giving sort of tips on participating in Skype or any sort of Zoom or online meeting, first thing you have to square away is your camera angle. Yes. Yeah, you cannot do the up the nose camera angle. <laughs> like if your laptop is on the desk, you you've already lost. Yeah, your laptop needs to be on a box or something if you don't have a stand for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the and the easy way to look at it is if your camera on your laptop is making an obtuse angle, <laughs> you're screwed. You're you're not going to you're not going to get good results. Yeah, in an ideal world, you want to shoot yourself from just slightly above. Yeah. It gets rid of the double chin or, you know, or three chins, depending upon like how many you have, like me. <laughs> I guess I have one, like I have one chin and then like a, and then like a, a big double chin. <laughs> I had two and I'm working on a third. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I notice is lighting. Now, the lighting that I have in my house is slightly yellow. That's a, that's a typical thing, right? Like your standard floodlights, like you go with the bright white or the soft white. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure the gradations of, of how it goes, but I noticed that my lights are slightly yellow, which gives sort of a yellow tint to everything. Is this the same? Where you're sitting now, do you take your calls in the same place? Yeah, except it's tipped the other way. It's okay. um, it's a different. It's a little bit of a different angle. So similar to what you and I are doing then, because this isn't my normal right. this work from your, home angle. Right. My, my work from home angle doesn't show my TV, but right now... <laughs> But right now you can see the TV in my background, but yes. I would never show that in a, and, and of course I have a, I have the ability to pull a blind and get some natural light in, which always helps, but it's still, mm-hmm. I think I have, I mean, if I could change one thing about my setup is I think I would go with like bright, brighter white lights. Okay. Yeah. Well, you could get yourself like a circle light and put it behind your. I have it. I have one a of ring those. light. I have a ring light around there you here go. Somewhere. Get some professional lighting going right behind your <laughs> monitor. <laughs> Listen, the people I work with don't deserve that. They don't they don't deserve to have But your eyes will sparkle in the camera. Oh, they will. You can see the You know when people are using that ring light, you can see that ring light in their eyeballs. For sure. Yeah. Yes, yeah, when you know they're serious about the shit they're doing. <laughs> anyway, um let me let me grab some things. This is at um at rate my Skype room, which mm-hmm. I think is a which was a kind of a funny thing to call it, but I guess I guess no better. Are they getting? Is this promotion? Like, did they getting paid for that? No, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think the person who set up this account just didn't want to say Zoom room or something like that. I don't know. I, but why not? I don't know. There's so it's such a nice portmanteau. Yeah, the Zoom room. Right. So if you go, if you scroll down from May twelfth, there's a uh, Ed Helms is appearing. I like Ed. Ed's got a nice setup here. He's got a couple. Of, he's got a very white background, a little bit of the mantle of the fireplace. He's got. Like a couple of musical instruments peeking in, and some decent pi- and like some pictures, but you can't really see the pictures. But I like the way I, he's obviously a professional actor, so he understands framing, perhaps better. But I think that's a I think that's a nice solid background. It has a little depth to it. Like it's not too far. It's not like it's not like you're sitting in a long room. Like so, the background is there. Yeah. But uh, but I like that's that that was what I consider a very solid. A very solid effort. Now, he gets a 9 out of 10 from the Room Raider. I like uh, a long room, though. Do you? Yeah, so like my normal angle actually points at the corner of the room and makes this room look much bigger than it, than it is. Okay. And it adds a lot of depth of field and makes me look bigger in the frame um, at the same time while not making me look like weird big or anything like that. <laughs> but 
I mean, I, this is, of course, not great for podcasting. Maybe I can take a screenshot of this and upload it later. But I can show you the normal angle my camera sits at is like this. Uh, so you see what I'm talking about? I've got a lot yeah. of artwork, a lot of different interesting things going on. It's a little dark yeah, yeah. right now, but there's some, some sports like, memorabilia, some yeah. posters. Yep. You can see outside. Yep. Uh, generally, yeah. the camera does not include the windows. Like they're just oh, okay. peeking at the very top. Um, and then you can also see uh, some Lego builds that I have on the shelf back there, as well as like oh, yeah, said, yeah. some more memorabilia and things like that. Some yeah. trophies. <laughs> punt, 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 pass, and kick trophy from. Uh, <laughs> I have a punt, pass, and kick trophy that I should Bobble absolutely, heads. I should Bobble absolutely heads. put up on. I should actually put up my punt, pass, and kick trophies from when I was ten. <laughs> remind me to remind me to post a picture of my punt, pass, and kick years. You'll cry. I was uh, I, I was ba- zoom ba- zoom background twinsies with somebody the other day. We had the same uh, uh, wedge Biggs and Porkins Funko Pops. <laughs> The uh, was that just a was that just a a background like the one you put up? Like no, no, no. I background? have Wedge Biggs, Biggs and Porkins oh, okay. on my shelf back there. And so he had this, this other and, person had. Them. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. Room Raider gives people negative ten out of ten if you have one of those fake backgrounds. If you actually use the z- fake Zoom background, yeah, a lot of people in my office do that because when even before this started, my team's all remote. Mm. So, um, and they wanted us to do as much on camera work with our customers as, you know, if the, basically if the customer is willing to do it, we'll, we'll be on camera. And sometimes even if not. Okay. Um, and then at some point, like one of the bosses chimed in like, Hey, like get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the, for the, for the customers. Yes. Like I, 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 if you're going to be in front of customers, like don't have it be your messy bed in the background. Oh yeah. And I've always been shockingly meticulous about what's in my right. shot background. In fact, when I first started this job and, and set this all up, I, I rearranged the, a bunch of the art so that it looked better. Yeah. Now, bed is the worst. It's pretty bad. Like, when bed shows up in the Zoom conference, like unless you're in a hotel, like, unless you're, I guess, and there's no reason people are in hotels right now, but I understand that. I'm in a hotel. I'm, business, I'm on business travel. Okay, great. Here's the bed. But I don't... You remember that famous that famous one where the that dude's talking and his kid comes strolling in and then sure. the baby comes in and the wife comes in <laughs> and that's like there's a bed there. I'm like, yeah. dude, you are on national. You're like international television right now. Well, let's, let's try not to, let's try not to do this in the guest bed. Yeah, and I people but people in our office encouraged the like the fake background, which I think is off putting. Like I much prefer. The, the blurring option that, that Skype and Teams offers to mm. the um, to the fake background, right? Like this, <laughs> yeah. I just did it on mine when we're talking. Right. And it keeps the focus on me. I think it's it's really, it, it's a little weird if you're someone else watching the call, but as you and I talking to each other, I think it works well. Yeah. But even with this, the weird clipping that goes on around your head. <laughs> right. When you're, like, if you're not in front of an actual, like, green screen, mm-hmm. um, that's very strange. Now, one of the guys at my office has a full-on green screen behind him and a condenser mic, so on conference calls with him, it's very strange. <laughs> In that it sounds really good? He sounds amazing. It's like the radio. It's like... What the, <laughs> hey, everybody. Yeah, John's radio show when we're yeah. on, on conference calls with him. And then he also has, like... His camera sits at an angle like he's doing a radio show. It's like he's okay. never really looking at you. And then there's uh-huh. some very, always some very like elaborate green screen background that he's using. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing with his equipment, like in his off hours, but <laughs> he's, tw- he's tweaking it, man. He's, yeah. he's, he's serious about it. Indeed. The, uh, all right. So, uh, before we, before we move off this, let's, uh, let's give, 
let's give Fauci a quick uh, a quick uh, um, um, look here. Now, here's what I like about Fauci. That I put him. Did you see the picture? I put I put it in the notes. I've seen right. it. Yes. Okay. So here's what I like about Fauci's setup. First of all, there's some there's some papers around because he's working. Yes. <laughs> I'm doing stuff. <laughs> like I've got I've got things. I've got and then of course since he's a doctor he's got books. I'm not really impressed with the quality of his bookshelves. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are you looking for here? I don't know. I mean, he's This looks you know, functional to me. This is what someone who's but, using these books on a regular basis. Yeah, but you know, those are like IKEA bookshelves. Well, I mean, I mean, he's Dr. Fauci, man. He's like, can't you get some built-ins? I mean, let's I mean, can't we do something? Can't we do something a little more a little more befitting your, you know, your station. Here's the only problem I have with this particular piece is that there's a, the door has a, now I can't tell if that door is a mirror or if that door is a glass that goes into another room, but that other room is kind of a mess. <laughs> or is that a mirror that's kicking back toward his desk? No, it's another room because the flooring's different. It's another room. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. So that, that's no good. To me. That's like a kid's room or something. Some kind of like, there's something else going on in there. Cause yeah, maybe some... maybe Mrs. Fauci's like uh, maybe she does her work there and that in that in that side of the office or something like that. Looks like some chairs and a computer or something floating around over there. Yeah, but that's no good. You're you know we're you know we're 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 talking about real world issues. <laughs> I don't I don't want to see that. This is the part where you gotta you gotta tighten up that frame a little bit. Um. But uh, I don't. I don't love that. I don't love the look. See into that. Into that messy room. What strikes me about Fauci's setup here is that this is clearly just where his computer is. Yeah. Like he hasn't really done much to this because he's got like there's 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 like a poster tube in the background, like stuff that's just <laughs> like haphazardly stacked around. Yeah. In this room, and in fact, I recently cleaned this room that I'm in, and it feels, by the way, so much better to be in here now that I've cleaned it. Cleaned it. Um, <laughs> But for a while, I was digging through some stuff, and I just had piles of shit, but it was just out of frame. So, like, the, the room was a disaster, but you couldn't see any of it. You're just, you were, like, in the middle of it. Like, you're mm-hmm. just, 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 just framed out, perf- just so. Yes. Well, I'm sure it feels better now. It is I much do, better I have, now. I have, I have similar issues with this room, but we're, do, we're going through a big, a big cleaning right now, so... I think a lot of people are doing that these days. Yeah, I think that I think the people who like to go Goodwill shopping and all that kind of stuff are just going to get just going to find a bonanza of things to be had at those. Uh, <laughs> yes. at the, at the I'd like to buy stores. this. I'm not going to touch it. Please put it outside. I'll be back in 36 hours to pick it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> New from Clorox. Clorox wipe gloves. Put them on. Touch right. anything you want. <laughs> all right. On to segment two. Along with living our lives in online conferences. The other thing that I've been doing a lot of is food delivery. Now it's kind of a funny thing, right? I mean, we're, we're very conscious about, about touching things and all that kind of stuff, but, but we got to eat. So mm-hmm. we've, we've all sort of made this leap that said, you know what? The restaurant people are probably doing their okay. They're doing the right things. We're just going to trust that they are doing. Yeah. What else can you do though? I mean, you could cook all your own food, but we pretty much we have done very little takeout or I mean, a, not takeout, but delivery. It is a grind though, man. Trying to put three squares and some snacks and then like some dessert on every day is, is long, is a long and uh, it's a long and winding road. The first couple of weeks was like when I really came to that realization of what goes on while the kids are at school all day. 
Yeah. Like that they have to be served a meal. <laughs> right. And <laughs> some snacks. Snacks mm-hmm. multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, the, the structure required to to cook all the time is definitely uh, more challenging than I, I had realized. Now, my daughter, relatively easy for her lunch, she has a quesadilla. I think she may have had a quesadilla every day for the last six weeks. Does she make it in herself? No. Oh. I, sometimes I you whip, you know, I'm usually sort of whipping stuff up, but it's like, hey, can I get a quesadilla? No problem. I can I can whip up a quesadilla. Now you are. I mean, what are you doing? If I had a 12-year-old, I'd be like, no, you can cook that shit yourself. She, she, <laughs> she can. Uh, but, you know, it's you know it's a good time. Lunchtime's a good she's time. She's older to than that now, right? Isn't she almost 14? Yeah, she's 15. 15? Oh, my God. And you're cooking for her? This is nah, terrible. Just, I'm just being nice. <laughs> Sidebar, can I sidebar? Always. Some, uh, let me sidebar to the fact that uh, I took her illegally driving. Oh, the other day. yeah. I yeah. let her dri- uh, we let her drive around the neighborhood. We just like okay. I mean, you're 15. You're gonna get. A- we're gonna. You know, we're trying to get her a permit, but you can't get a permit right now because mm. of COVID. <laughs> so, uh, so I was like, okay. You know, my wife and I are just like, okay, let's just. Let's, we'll- First, it was like just drive back the car out and drive to the bottom of the the, the driveway. Okay, drive to the end of the street. Okay, drive it around the block. <laughs> okay, let's drive around for a while. Sure, like, nobody's yeah, gonna pull you over if you're in the front seat with her. No, and and yeah. oh, officer, her permit's back at the house. Yeah, sure. I will get. I'll get in and drive home the rest of the way. <laughs> yeah. So that was our. So anyway, yes, yeah, she's old enough to drive a car, but perhaps not old enough to make her own quesadilla. I just spoil her. Right, let's just be. Let's just be clear. I'm. I'm coddling her. Well, double sidebar. <laughs> My uh, kids were on the, the Zoom call with Grandma, and I hear my mom telling my older daughter, who's about to turn eight, you're not that far away from driving. Let's see, you can get a permit at 14. I'm like, what? It's not 1972. There's no permits at 14. <laughs> like, Mom, what are you talking about? My niece in Kansas, 14 permit. Well, that's Kansas. But it's like for farm kids. Yeah. All my you friends, gotta be able to drive, like, you've experienced driving farm equipment before you have to drive a car. Right. The farm kids that I grew up with were driving at 12, or I don't know what the hell they're doing. Anyway, speaking of driving, doing the food delivery thing. Mm-hmm. Now, now you live in, how, how can you live close to tons of stuff, but is there just not, is there just nobody door dashing out there? What's the, what's the deal with uh, your lack of delivery options? I don't think that it's, there's as much as there, I don't think there's as much as you think there is. Like there's none of the staples. Like just down the like you live next to this giant commercial area that has all kinds of like, not from a food. Not really. No. Well, I mean, like I'm not getting delivery stuff. from Applebee's. <laughs> like before we moved, I've told this story I think on the show before. Before we moved into this house, like, I was like, "Hey, that Applebee's is down the street. I've never been to one. Have you?" And my wife was like, "No." I was like, "Do you want to go?" And she's like, "Sure." We went in there. We're like, "Well, we're never coming back here." No, it's awful. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I also have a hard time with the, the, like you said, that stuff's in close enough proximity that getting delivery from it seems absurd. Right. You like I, obviously in the current circumstances, it's a little different, uh-huh. but in the past, I'm not going to get delivery from a restaurant that is a half mile from my house. That's, I mean, I understand that. I and understand. then because we're in the suburbs, if you're not out here, just working in this neighborhood, you're you're as a delivery person, you're just not in this area. So a lot of them just aren't really operating in this space. And when we've got it, I mean, our options are stuff that was already delivered in the past, like uh, Asian delivery, pizza. Obviously, I don't need to like call. They usually mm-hmm. have a delivery service set up for these places. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess I could get like Jersey Mike's or like I, we have gotten like Red Robin before. That's the closest okay. I've come to like really using it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'm I'm going. I go on. <laughs> that's just that's it. I've done the Jersey Mike's delivery. That that uh, that sometimes is is easy. Sure. I mean, just because again, it's not that far for me, but you know, why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not have them just deliver it? The um, the thing that I that I find that I that I that I order out for and have delivered is like just chicken wings from Wingstop. Because mm. I can't I can make that. I can't make those myself. You could. Uh, I don't have like I. I have to find. I have to break out the deep fryer. I mean, like I'm not really. I'm not really down to break out the deep fryer. You're not down with the roast. I have no. You don't want to roast the wings. No. Okay. <laughs> they gotta they to get the real to get the real wing action. You have to. They have to be deep fried. Okay. I mean, I don't baking, feel that strongly about it. Baking baking wings just doesn't give you the same. It's not the. It's not the same. It it's is. interesting because I don't really think of wings as fried food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it definitely is. The other day, I tried to make um, uh, General Tso's chicken, mm. and uh, just kind of got a recipe off the internet, and um, I thought I did a pretty good job with it. But again, you can't. I couldn't. Re- you can't replicate the friedness of the chicken. That's a little bit different. That's a texture in part of the 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 menu yeah. or the the, yeah. the dish yeah. there that you need. Yeah, you need the crunchiness of that chicken. Yes. In conjunction with the sauce, the sauce turned out great. So I think I figured that. I think I figured the sauce out. But then it's like I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think I have a deep fryer somewhere. <laughs> I had but one that's for a, a real while. Com- It's not worth the trouble. Real, yeah, that's a real commitment because you got to like glug in a whole bottle of oil, and yeah. then what? Use it once, and then you got to chuck it. The whole thing. Well, you can use oil multiple times. You can. Mm-hmm. You drain it out and what? Just let it sit in the thing for a while yeah the problem is, is if you're doing that you're frying all the time and who's that good for <laughs> it's bad for your waistline and your heart maybe i should frying, do, yeah. frying foods is the double dip of death <laughs> but it makes everything so awesome <laughs> that's the that's the that's again that's the uh that's the whole thing but um but i think that that um how long is it going to be before you set foot in a restaurant like to eat in there yeah I, next year that <laughs> you you're thinking 2020 you're writing 2020 off my goal and and i mean <laughs> other people can feel differently about this but my goal is to not get this virus oh no i don't want it either I don't, uh, I mean, so no i'm not doing anything i mean I, we've already talked about this like again this is we're getting a little far afield here but i guess this is really also <laughs> no, about fine. contaminants but i wanted to, you know i didn't put this in the rundown because it seemed a little gross but i'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and ask you anyway so <laughs> I think we've talked about this personally before, about like going to the restroom at the stadium, particularly yeah. in the men's restroom. Uh-huh. Um, the doors are usually propped open. Yeah. Now, I, of course, generally wash my hands, but there are times where I'm just like, you know what? I'm going in here. I'm not touching anything except myself. Okay. And then I'm walking out. Right. And then, you know, my wife would be like, well, yeah, but then you're going to touch other things. And I'm like, ah, ah, ah. I'm not going to touch other things. That's the whole thing. Is I'm like when I'm in a public place, I generally try to touch as little as possible mm-hmm. for this reason. So, it, isn't it safer for me to tr- not touch the common faucet? Like if the sink is not touchless, I'm not touching the sink. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. I just want to. I mean, my wife thinks off. I'm disgusting. 
Well, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the girl what's the girl makes out with the fish man has sex with the fish man movie? <laughs> you say this all the time. It's the Shape of Water. Shape of Water. <laughs> There's this awesome scene where Michael Shannon like goes to the bathroom. Have mm-hmm. you seen the movie? I have never. Okay, there's this. There's it's probably this, on the DVR from two years ago. Okay, <laughs> it, it should stay on the DVR. I can't believe it's the best picture from three years ago or whatever. Um, he goes into the bathroom and he's like, the women are cleaning up, and he's like, he's gonna pee anyway because he's like an asshole, and uh, he washes his hands first, goes to the bathroom, and then leaves, and then he has a whole speech about how. A real man would wash his hands before touching himself and then not have to wash his hands afterward because he's clean. <laughs> which which sort of reminded me of but anyway, speaking of speaking of that, maybe you have to put a little trust into the system. And we're and we're okay in this in the in this day and age to like we've all sort of I wouldn't say turned a blind eye, but we sort of cut cut that part of the world some slack like okay i need someone to make food for me that i don't want to make for myself um i'm just going to trust that you're doing it doing it the right way so delivery wasn't already in our habits so it wasn't a thing i had to spend too much mental energy on and my wife and i actually talked about getting delivery tonight we didn't um but as soon as you start to analyze it at all that trust breaks down immediately because i have to assume that your employees are behaving responsibly outside the workplace, mm-hmm. that you are appropriately equipping them with preventative measures while they're making the food. I'm not so concerned about like the surfaces. For instance, we do the grocery delivery. I'm not concerned about the produce bags. Mm-hmm. Like I'm definitely going to make the assumption that the shopper has washed their hands or is wearing gloves, but I, the gloves freak me out more, right? Because then glove people just be touching everything and then like, right. I, like then the gloves are contaminated, but... Uh, you have to make some assumptions, yes, for sure. But as soon as you start to think about, like, when it's grocery delivery, it's like, okay, I had a shopper and then a delivery person. And both of those people don't want to get sick, so they're probably taking the right precautions. Mm-hmm. Teenagers at Taco Bell? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> right. That, and that seems, that seems fair. Yeah. That seems fair. You do have to, you do have to, uh, to pick and choose. And, uh, and as much as I would like a a cock a nice a nice cocktail made by somebody, you know, a professional trained professional. Um, I don't know. Twenty twenty. I think I I, I I doubt it's going to happen. If any drink that I really want, I can make myself. Yeah, but, but you yes, know, but there's something nice about going to the bar and having like somebody make you a drink. I mean, isn't yeah. that the reason we go to bars? I suppose, yeah. Like, I want to have this or that or whatever. I'm not going to keep in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Just again. Again, I think delivery and these things are about things that I can't or I can't make properly. For sure. Like, it was a, it was a, it was a stretch for me to try to make my own General Tso's chicken. I don't know why. I just thought it would be interesting. There's just certain things. Like, you can't make your own pod tie. Never, it's, it's never going to turn out good. It's definitely it's, not going to be restaurant quality. No, and it's not. It's too many ingredients, and you're just you're better off risking COVID <laughs> <laughs> to, before you try to make it. That's all I'm saying. You could back down to like the kung pao chicken, then you don't have to bread it. Yeah, but then, but that's the best part. I you know I tried my best to get that crispiness onto it. Like you know you coat it in some you know it mm-hmm. just didn't just didn't quite work out for me. I think for one of the reasons we don't do a lot of delivery too is because our kids are still younger. 
Yeah. So like restaurant food is dicey at best. Like when we talk about going out, we really don't go out that much. So I'm like, I'm not going to go pay $30 for these kids to not eat. Like, <laughs> I'm can, just not going to do it. They cannot eat here for free. <laughs> yes, correct. I can throw food in the garbage or overeat myself here at the house. Because you know, we're going to the restaurant, they're going to order that shitty macaroni and cheese and not eat it. No, and I'm certainly not going to have that delivered so they can not eat it. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag things your dad says. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah, I'm not going to order you food for you to not eat it. Like, I'm not dealing with that. Oh, my God. We all had this conversation. It's so funny. All right, we'll wrap up segment two there. Mom, let's go to the restaurant. We got food at the house. Right. It's that Eddie Murphy thing, that whole, we're going to go to McDonald's? No, I'm just going to make you a burger. Yeah. <laughs> Onion hanging out the side. <laughs> Onion green pepper burger with the grease <laughs> running down your arm. All right. Segment number three. All right. The ring. So I've been watching a lot of movies lately. Mm. I mean, I just, you know, I have premium cable channels. I see something that I haven't seen in a while. I'll just turn it on. Okay. Like, just because. And, you know, just because the other day, you know, I watched starship troopers just you mentioned that last week yeah last week i I loved it and then (laughs) then today i watched sucker punch and um and realized that that lost in this whole you know confusing mess that is sucker punch oscar isaacs is awesome in it he's yes yeah okay that's there two of him no (laughs) is there two of (laughs) what you called him oscar isaacs isaac (laughs) <laughs> Jason Isaacs, Oscar Isaac. These are different know. people. I know they are. You know, whatever. You know what? Keanu Reeves isn't Superman either. No, that's Christopher Reeves. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, but The Ringer decided they would build their own movie serial killer dream team. They did the whole budget thing where they, they, they give you certain dollar levels and you get $15 to spend on your serial killer dream team. Yes. So I had a little bit of an issue with, well, this. first of all, these aren't serial, serial, killers. serial killers. <laughs> they're not ser- They're all, they're all horror movie. Correct. They're all horror movie villains. Yeah. I don't know why they call it serial killers. I guess they kill multiple people. That's yeah. But I mean, the only person that's even theoretically a serial killer on this list is Hannibal Lecter. Yes. I think and maybe he, I guess Norman Bates. Yeah, does Norman Bates kill a bunch of people? Do we know that he kills a bunch of people? I, we don't know that, but I think it's it's heavily implied that it's not the first time. The first time, if you stay at the Bates Motel, you might you might get a visit. Yeah, from Norman's mom. Yes. Spoiler alert: Norman's his own mom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they have five dollar, four dollar, three dollar, two dollar, one dollar levels. Mm-hmm. Now this is the this is the part I had. Leatherface is probably a serial killer. I mean, I don't. He, he might have just been minding his business before these, <laughs> kids, these kids stumbled into his land. <laughs> the, the defense of Leatherface. He's got a he's got a mask made of human flesh. Fine, but I think he's just an opportunity killer. I don't. <laughs> he lives in the middle of nowhere, and people just show up on his property, and he kills them. Yeah. Uh, who's to say he's in the wrong? <laughs> I mean, it's Texas. It's I'm pretty sure what he's doing is legal. <laughs> They're on his property. Yeah, stand your ground laws in uh, in 1978. Do you remember that? Did you ever see 
the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I saw the Texas Chainsaw Massacre as a young person. Uh, no, I, I, I was original. only familiar with it in the sense that like a lot of this, these things. Banned in 38 states. Kind of one of those. <laughs> yes. You know, when you're a kid. Well, and then in, when I was a kid, like horror movies had just kind of had a renaissance when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And so a lot of it was just existing in pop culture, like in the ether, but I didn't like right. consume it until much later. Right. So they, so they, they added another problem I have it. They added, they added like supernatural killers. Yes. Like Pennywise, the clown is the Tim Curry version, by the way. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> way to be up to speed. Um, like Jason Voorhees, he's a supernatural killer, right? Friday the 13th. He's like, he's dead. He's like a zombie or something. Freddy Krueger. He's these are five. These are our five dollar level. These are our high. Michael Myers, who kills a bunch of teenagers, right? But it's a binge killing. <laughs> it's not like meticulously planned. I have a real problem with the fact that they call these people serial killers, right? But like Freddy Krueger, Pennywise, and Jason Voorhees, all are sort of like supernatural. Oh, they're all over things. the place here. We've got Candyman. Candyman is a, a spirit. Yeah, something like that. We've got Chucky, who's a possessed doll. <laughs> But possessed by a serial killer. Okay, fair enough. So he might, he might join. And then they have like the Predator. And like, and then the That's Alien. Just, he, Predator's just a sportsman. <laughs> right. He's just some, exactly. They're just, they're just a bunch of guys getting together to go for, go hunting. Look, you just don't have the context. As far, I mean, if, if you hunt things in, in our world, just because yeah. you have sentience. Right. Look, the Predator might not feel like you do in relation to it. Right. So all the dudes I grew up with who like got drunk in the duck blind and shot ducks, they're just a predator in yeah. some way, shape, or form. Yeah, just that's what we do. That's why he's laughing in that movie. He's drunk as shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> ha, 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 this was awesome. <laughs> that's why he doesn't care when he gets killed. Yeah. He's, he's like, like oh, yeah. I was just fucking around anyway. I always knew this was an option, a potential outcome here. The T-1000 is not a serial killer. No, he's a, that is a, no. He he kills a lot of people because they're in the way. Correct. He's not trying to kill them. He's not, he's not Jigsaw. Does Jigsaw count? I think Jigsaw is one of the few people on here who actually is a serial killer. He sets yeah. traps. Yes, he makes you make terrible choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like the Grudge, they like the like that's just a know. ghost. <laughs> Asian water ghost. I'm actually kind of attracted to the Asian water ghosts. <laughs> Do you kind of have a weird crush on, on, on the Asian water ghost? I like, can't say I've ever, 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 ever had that thought. Like the ring girl? <laughs> <laughs> like what? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Break it's this like, down for me. How does this relationship work? I don't know. But, you know, I mean, say you're like into goth and, you know, cute Asian goth girls. I'm sure, yeah, she's sure she's an undead spirit of some kind. I don't know. But it doesn't mean she doesn't deserve love. I saw you in that movie. You looked great. <laughs> Thanks for coming over. I know, I know you're crawling out of my television with your head on backwards right now, but, but you know. Have a we, seat. I just want to chat. Right. We could have been something. We could have had something. Anyway. The Blair Witch. The, I don't know. This is just a weird, uh, again, Hannibal, the leprechaun. <laughs> I can't, I can't get it. I can't see the leprechaun without seeing Mike Myers doing his leprechaun thing. <laughs> it's the leprechaun. I've never once watched one of those movies and enjoyed it. What? Leprechaun? Lepre- yes. Oh God, no, they're horrible. They're, they're bad. They're bad films. Yeah. And I'm pretty forgiving when it comes to horror movies. Cause I feel like most of them are not good. 
Well, they have a certain, they have to have a, there's a certain ridiculousness about them that you have to just sort of. In what way do you over. feel like they, what, what leeway are you giving the horror genre that you're not? You know, people make bad decisions. I mean, the setups are obviously, they have to, you know, there's this, there's a buildup and then there's, I mean, it just follows a formula, right? You have to have it. Some are just well executed. You're just hoping that they execute it well. Like something like uh, It Follows. <laughs> I thought It Follows was really entertaining. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I enjoy a good horror movie. They're just, yeah. they're few and far between. But they just, but they just have this, they just have a, there's a certain, there's a certain, there's a certain pace and timing to a good horror film, right? Damien Thorne in the $1 level. You're going to give the son of Satan, the actual son of Satan, a dollar. We can get, we can pick him up for a buck. I think it's a pretty good value. <laughs> How about Jaws? <laughs> Is he a serial killer? <laughs> it's just he's the just, food chain, bro. <laughs> he's just a big shark that happens to like swim into Amity. Yeah. Sorry you guys kept getting in the water. Right. I'm sorry your mayor is a complete douchebag. <laughs> you kept providing right. me with a food source. Would you expect I was going to leave? <laughs> so the Invisible Man shows up here, and it's obviously the original sort of Claude Rains, the Invisible Man, mm-hmm. which brings us to something terrible like Hollow Man, which is a terrible movie. Have you seen the most recent Invisible Man movie? It looks really good, but I wasn't going to pay the 20 bucks to Universal or whatever to or to to watch it on the first run. Right. I'm sure it'll work its way back to me, but I thought the setup looked really good and I thought it looked I thought it looked just like an Invisible Man, a really scary Invisible Man uh, movie might look. Yeah, I'm interested to watch it when I don't have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or that I paid for it also by other means. But the uh but this is just a, I mean this is it's sort of an I don't know who I don't know who thought this was this was a good setup for build your again I think serial killer is probably the issue here right it could have been just a horror movie dream team yeah 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 just horror villains horror villains did you see did you see us did you watch that movie yeah mm-hmm. yeah did you like it yeah it's it's I think it's pretty good yeah I didn't see it I haven't I oh, I've, I've watched it a couple times. No, it's uh, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely entertaining. Um, I think that it suffers from being the sophomore single, if you will, right? right. Uh, and in, in a way that it's and it's not the same songs. So you're sort of like, oh, this isn't what I thought I was getting. So it's it's a different movie. And I think once you have this idea in your head that you're going to have a different experience than you didn't get out, that it's it's something you can really appreciate. It's there's parts of it that are brutal and it, it is definitely entertaining and it plays in a way that the pacing is a little bit different than anything else I've ever watched. Um, and then the, you know, the, the conclusion is, is interesting without being overly explanatory, uh, explanatory and allows you to kind of make your own interpretation of how you like interpreted the tethered people. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it a I'll give it a watch. It's watch on it. all the time. Yeah, you should watch it. I mean, I'll I'll certainly stumble across it at some point. The um, have, did you watch Did you watch the last Alien movies? Did you watch any of those? Did you watch like Prometheus and stuff? Prometheus and then I've Covenant? seen all the Alien movies. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that those last two Alien movies completely screw it up for you? Um. Yes and no. So if you just watch them as individual films. Yeah. It's totally fine. If you're trying to stitch it together a la Star Wars, yes, it's... Well, that's the whole point, though, right? They're prequels. 
like I, if you care enough the, about it, then... it was better when the aliens were just like these aliens that they people stumbled across, and then all of a sudden it's a problem. I don't know. I mean, there's parts of like there's. The biggest problem with, uh, and honestly, I can't even keep Covenant and Prometheus straight, as in, like, what events happened in what movie anymore. <laughs> right. Um, I'm pretty sure Prometheus is the one where everyone goes to a, a, an alien planet and immediately just starts making horrific decisions one after the other. No, that's Covenant. That's Covenant? Yeah. Okay. Um, Prometheus is, well, no, they do. It's the same. <laughs> I guess that's the whole point of every alien movie. <laughs> I, I legitimately can no longer distinguish between the two. Yeah. Which one has... Numi Rapace. The first one. That's that's Prometheus. Okay, so that's the one where I'm that I'm thinking of, where they get yeah. there and then they immediately compromise the mission and anything associated <laughs> with what's going on. I mean, there's a little bit of backstory there with like the Whalen Utani Corporation like sort of finding the, the uh, why are we talking why why are we in this? That's all right, this is okay. It's okay, keep talking. Um sort of that uh God I don't I, but I haven't watched it recently enough to have like a yeah, it, well, grasp, it's just here's the problem. This idea that, the she, that they had to like staff it with people who were somewhat desperate to to take the mission. Right. Well, the whole the whole thing about the whole thing about making aliens more about humans mm-hmm. is the part that that puts me off about it. It's better when they were just aliens. Like, hey, we went to some place, we found these things, and they attached themselves to our face, and then now we're we're fucked. I mean, that, that's, that, I like the, I like the night. It was just a nice, and then like, and then corporate America's like, well, hey, let's don't, don't kill all those things. Just kind of, kind of, we'll come pick them up because we want to learn more about them because they sound really good. Cause we could probably weaponize those and it, it would be awesome. And then of course it becomes, you know, alien, you know, alien, aliens, alien three, and then ultimately alien resurrection seem to be of the same universe and, you know, resurrection's kind of a whatever. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. But these other ones, it's like, why would you try to make that whole series more about like the origin of man and people? It just, I just, it seems too navel gazing and kind of, kind of goofs up the whole thing for me. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I think if you just watch them, um, I, I, I don't mind the movies. Like, if you can just get over I, again, I, I don't know. I don't. I, my brain is broken. I was just <laughs> thinking the other day about like that superhero movies or sci- and sci-fi movies in general have like become my sports now it's like the thing i put on if i'm flipping around and i can't find anything to watch it's like if there's a, a superhero movie um or a sci-fi movie that's not too you know violent for the kids to watch that's what's that's what the tv's getting left on yeah. uh in the middle you know late in the afternoon or if i'm making dinner or whatever um maybe not prometheus doesn't qualify but just that and my, my wife's gotten even worse where i'm like you're watching justice league again <laughs> with commercials, <laughs> like you're not putting it on; you're just settling on it. Yes. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, hey, we gotta we gotta kill the time somehow. That's right. All right. Let's go on to the. Oh, what what is it? Oh, you know what part this is? Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready. <laughs> Dad jokes of the week. Woo! We have a listener submission again. Oh yeah! Awesome. Yeah. I love it when the listeners chime in. The Scottish Brian is keeping us pumped full of dad jokes. <laughs> awesome. Uh, two conspiracy theorists walk into a bar. You can't tell me that's a coincidence. <laughs> Thank you for that, Brian. We always appreciate your contributions to the show. Uh, now for the week of calendar jokes. This one's called School Days. Ooh. D-A-Z-E. Mm-hmm. Days. College tour guide. 
This dorm here is called Wolf Hall. It's named for Rhoda Wolf. No relation to Virginia Wolf. Prospective student. Was Rhoda Wolf a writer, a writer too? College tour guide. Yes, indeed. She wrote a check. <laughs> and so did Lori Laughlin. There's no Laughlin Hall. Let's see. <laughs> There's Laughlin cell block, though. There might be. <laughs> uh, I've been studying my thesaurus recently because a mind is a terrible thing to garbage. Tom. Hey, do you like my harp costume? Harry. Isn't it a little small to be a harp costume? Tom. Are you calling me a liar? <laughs> uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Dad. Dad who? Unlock the goddamn door. <laughs> it doesn't say that exact punchline. I just thought it worked better. Yeah, to put goddamn in there? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, the, the, man, the, the dad joke color got a little <laughs> rough over there. Uh, this sneaking one is in, called Sneaking very, in curses. Yes. This one's called Very Punny. Oh, yeah. Aren't they all? I quit my job at the Helium Factory today. I refuse to be spoken to in that tone of voice. You might kill yourself if you breathe too much of that helium, by the way. Really? How much so, is too much? I don't know. You'll pass out and die. I don't know. That's it's up to you. All right. <laughs> Your mileage may vary. How does the man on the moon cut his hair? Eclipse it. And finally... My friend used to date a cross-eyed girl. Then he found out she was seeing someone on the side. <laughs> my apologies to the... I apologies. just read them. I just read them. My apologies to any cross-eyed people. Lance Bass and anyone else who might be lazy-eyed anyway, in some way, shape, or form. I'm going to apologize on Ty's behalf. I just made the <laughs> jokes. Let me know about your field of vision situations, by all means. <laughs> Let me hear it. All right, here's my joke. I may be addicted to Plato. Man, I just need it. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. All right, overtime. Overtime. Overtime, and, and you know... It's sports this week because it's overtime. So ESPN has decided over the past three weeks, four weeks, etern- last eternity, I don't know, last month, to jam this Michael Jordan BJ Fest like <laughs> down our throats. Like, I, I, it is the most horrific, disrespectful piece of garbage that I've ever seen on television. Like... You're going to put this, you know, Michael Jordan's just going to openly just disparage everyone like who comes across his path as a lesser human being as like a total piece of shit. Like he, they do it to the Pistons. They wipe their ass with the Pistons who won a couple of championships and were a good team. Sure. They kind of suck because they had a, you know, they had that bad boy attitude or whatever, but then, but then Michael Jordan throws a hissy fit and they leave Isaiah Thomas off the dream team because Jordan can't deal. I don't think it's just him, but okay. Oh, it was him. Well, I, I think that if... I'll, I'll put it to you this way. If Mike wanted Isaiah on the team, Isaiah would have been on the team. But and, I don't think anybody was like on the team like really upset that Isaiah wasn't there. Well, 
and I think Mike probably said, don't let's leave him off. Sure. And, and they made it pretty clear that that was what happened. And then, then what, then they wipe their ass with the blazers. Um, well, that's what happened in real life too. It's true. They, they, that the blazers weren't good enough team to beat the bulls, but by all accounts, Clyde Drexler's a nice guy, a good guy played hard. And then Jordan just, you know, and everybody in that documentary just feels free to shit on him. And then, well, you, Jordan's you deal is like having you, no respect for anyone. Well, then this is the point. And then, and then what he did to Gary Payton last week when Gary Payton, great player, tough competitor, good, you know, Hall of Fame caliber guy, you know, team leader, took a took a you know decent team of Sonics to the finals, and yeah, they lost. But to treat him like to treat him like he treated him, I'm just so tired of it. I'm so tired of hour after hour of everybody just licking Michael Jordan's ass. <laughs> and like and then Twitter does it and everybody's like, oh my God, this is why MJ's the greatest. This is why this I'm just done with it. I'm done with it. I'm done with my if I don't have to look at Michael Jordan or see his face ever again on television, it'll be too soon. I'm so finished with Michael Jordan. It's just ridiculous. This whole this whole enterprise is ridiculous. It's fucked up. It's not what sports is about. And, you know, you're just giving people, you know, you're just giving people license to now act like Michael Jordan. Like, oh, here's what winners act like. Here's what winners do. They belittle others. They punch their teammates. They give no respect to people who work hard and deserve respect. I'm just fucking finished with it. It's just stupid. Well, interestingly, I don't feel like you've heard Michael, like, rag on his teammates. Now, he's... I don't know if anyone's glorified his approach. I think they've he himself in his comments has humanized it in some ways where he's like, yes, it's a maniacal drive to succeed. And if you're not up for that, I needed to know that about you. And I can understand that point of view. And I also don't think that that's my preferred style of leadership. It wouldn't work for me. I'd be like, hey, fuck you, Mike. <laughs> right. Like, but, but at the same time, if he was on my ass about how hard I was working and I saw him working harder than me, well, then I would probably take it to heart. So there's two sides to that. Um, now, I think the stuff with the other players, um, specifically Gary Payton, when you know the facts just don't bear out Mike's take on it, having no problem with the glove, as he put it, the statistics say otherwise. Um, and I think Mike is just at that point, you know, that's where he's just sniffing his own farts and be like, I was the greatest, and so I had no problem with anybody. And I, you know, he points at the W's, right? So I, again, he, I don't necessarily agree with his assessment. Now, I will say the beginning of the documentary was very entertaining. The first two hours were great. Um, I really liked seeing young Mike again. And I also liked like conjuring up those, all those old mem- basketball memories of, my, of mine from the late 80s and early 90s that I just hadn't accessed in a while. So I appreciated that. Um, but now we're just in the rehash territory where we're back into I know all of this stuff and I don't care to hear it about it hear about it again because I right. lived it the first time. Right. 25 much- years later, 25 years later, I, don't, I just don't need... I don't, I don't need this. But it's not for us. It's Who's for it people for? who are half our age. It's for the kids that don't know. It's for the kids that think, you know. That LeBron's a better player than Michael Jordan. Well, I, <laughs> this is, this what is does that mean? Part, it doesn't mean anything. It just means, that, it just means that at some point someone decided to raise Michael Jordan up again. Sure. That, but that's, that's, this, student, this dumb debate's been going on like for years. Ever since LeBron won that last ring. And came back from the. I don't, and I again, I don't think it's. I don't. I mean, if 
I, I, whenever I had to get into this into this conversation, I always say, "Well, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the greatest basketball player ever played." But whatever, you can make that argument as well. Uh, yeah, but the one thing though that's obvious to me watching the early part of the document is that I had forgotten the gap between Mike and the rest of the league, at least when he f- was at the peak of his powers. Like he was much, much better than everyone else. Oh yeah, true. And but, I think that's why LeBron, like for the old heads, gets discounted because he's not much, much better because everyone is much, much better. Like, the league is at an all-time high for, like, all-time talent right now. You right. have probably half of the top 20 players of all time have played in, in the league in the last 10 years. Yeah. So, it, anyway. I'm just done with it. I'm just done <laughs> with it. I'm just, like, I've had it. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's certainly not deserving of 10 hours of television. I mean, this is just the whole... It, it it just it went away from it went away from being about now I would have been okay if it was just about that last season because that's how they set it up right right but then it became this endless retrospective and this 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 whole you know let's just let Mike wave his hands over everybody else's like careers and you know you know accomplishments and whatnot in the in the game of basketball like those people don't really matter it's. Well, it's interesting you say because I've heard other people say, you know, I, I I don't want all this fluff. I just want the Jordan stuff. And where I feel completely differently about it, actually, my favorite. No. I love the Scottie Pippen backstory. I love learning about something. I, I want to learn something I didn't know. I, I don't want to just a rehash of how great Mike was because most of that I lived through. Uh, I Like I said, I appreciated the look back uh, to his younger years and his college years. And it's certainly weird to think that the NCAA didn't have a three-point line until 1987. <laughs> right. That seems impossible. So to watch those college games, and it's like, why does the court look so weird? <laughs> anyway, well, that's it. That's my last dance and last dance. I won't be watching any more of it. You're not going to – you've watched all of it, and there's two more episodes. You're, just gonna, you're out. No, I've watched, now they're I've actually going to give you that last season. You know that, right? I don't care now. I don't care now. They put me <laughs> off. I just, I've had enough. I'm tapping out. All right. Fair yeah. enough. I might be tapping out on the whole Jordan experience at this point, but – it's gonna be it's gonna be a while for me to like get excited about any Jordan related items for a while. <laughs> that includes the shoes. Well, I'm I'm so. down that road now, so <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're pot committed to I the am. to the Jordan shoe thing. It's like ah, no, I'm I'm done getting excited about Jordan anything. So yeah. well, I just I just broke out my Jordan five golf shoes last weekend for the very first time. Ooh, it was so it was gorgeous last weekend. It was great. All right. All right, well, hopefully you all got out last weekend if it was nice where you were and stayed away from everyone else like we are. Um, please be responsible and do your part if you can. But that's our show for this week, and our thanks to all of you for listening to the 2 on 3 pod. Where, Like I said, we hope you're staying safe, staying healthy, and keeping your head above water. If you don't already, please subscribe and a review. We haven't had a new one in a while. It'd be awesome. Via your favorite podcast provider. And don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. I know people think we joke about it when we say we love to hear from you, but we really do. That's our favorite part of doing this, besides getting to talk to each other. But we'll be back next week with more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism. But until then, peace!